0: On today's episode of the McCann Dogs Podcast, we have a party in the studio today. Instructor Carol, Instructor Steve, the infamous Instructor Swanee. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Instructor Shannon.
1: I'm just there just to do this. They're just going to do this. Poor Swanee. on my
0: Steve's poking me. No
1: crossing this line. <laughs> that, line yes. that line, right there. Steve's misbehaving here in the <laughs> podcast studio.
0: Okay, we are at the word association oh, okay. part of our podcast. So, what? Do we I'm just going shout do, out the first word? Yeah, I'm okay. going purple. to throw. <laughs> let's choose some words. Swanee, Barney, Apple, Swanee, Swanee. Swan. What? <laughs> 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 are you they going to be animal words? Are they going to so be dog words? <laughs> it's the first thing that came to my head okay all right word association here so stubborn carol Wrong. Carol's not stubborn.
2: Wrong. What do you Okay, how so? So people say their dogs are stubborn. And I used to joke my popular pig was stubborn because you get the image of pigs being stubborn. So I would say strong willed. It's no different which I love in dogs, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, same as people don't like wishy washy leaders, mm-hmm. right? Um, I like a dog that has knows what it wants, and really people who see their dogs as stubborn, they Dogs do what's rewarding, but we do too. How many times have people said, oh, I, I'm not gonna eat any more junk food, and then you eat Ooh, it within hours. This is so Or good. I'm gonna go to the gym every day, but then, oh, I'll go tomorrow, yeah. right? We mm-hmm. do what's rewarding. That's why habits are hard yes. to break. Yes.
0: And it takes an average of six weeks to create a new habit. So keep that in mind. If there's something that you're trying to come back from with your dog, give it time, least, help them yes. with that time. Just like we would need to give it time if we're trying to stick to that diet or go to the gym. And I love that analogy. It's so bang on.
3: And dogs are tenacious. Yeah. So, well, not all dogs, but most dogs are tenacious. So if they've developed a habit and it's in their genetics too to keep at it, you have even more
0: problems. And yes.
2: they're great problem solvers, right? Yeah. So and those little differences... Um, you know, I still remember my first dog, Fred the Pig, we had him, he sat on my lap on the way home. We didn't know anything about crates and safety at that time. Now that's awful, but um, so he was sitting on my lap. So then we had taken the back seat out of the van and put down some blankets for the next trip, right? He's not going to ride on our laps for the whole time. So the next trip, he obviously thought, no, it's more rewarding being up front mm-hmm. because he immediately, this little piglet jumping over the seat into the front seat it's like no, no. you will ride back there so he did it about 10 times and then you think he settled he would sort of look away and then the minute i'd move my arm he was back over again (laughs) oh my gosh stubborn as a pig he's a very true thing (laughs) Uh, but it's he found that rewarding but he could tell oh i'm not paying attention anymore And I'm successful at getting across when she's not really with it, right? But, you know, so now I have to put the value. So that was rewarding. So, one, I now know about a crate, but it was how do we put value for remaining back there? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And if everybody's in the front, why on earth would I want to be alone in the back of the car? My goodness. All right, Stephen, crate guilt.
1: Oh, truth. People feel so guilty (laughs) about it. And I get it. I get it. I get We, you know, we want... We want to have this relationship with this puppy, this little being that we're trying to dump. And then it's like in there in little puppy jail. And like, it's so teary.
0: Puppy jail. Aww. But forget about it. Yeah. It really, it, it,
1: it, you know, you need to forget about it. And my response, because it comes up all the time, mm-hmm. I had the conversation today with a student with that little multi poo, wonderful little dog. Um, You know, my question back is, what do you want the dog to be doing when they're out of the house with you? What do you, like, what is your goal? Because again, if we know what we're working towards, the steps along the way will make sense because all people see in the moment is I'm separated from my puppy, my puppy's upset, my puppy's got FOMO, they're in the back of the van, Mm -hmm. I'm in the front. Um, And, you know, everybody's answer is, well, I just want my puppy to hang out with me. Like, yep, your puppy will get there, but they're not there yet.
0: That's exactly it. They, We're this instant gratification exactly. society and people expect things to be at finished product mm-hmm. before they really understand how to get all the steps it, and stages. Exactly. In
1: and do do my dogs hang out on the couch and come up to my son's bedroom for, for reading stories? Absolutely they do yeah. once they know the rules. Yes. yes. But until exactly. that happens, those controls are in place so that both my son is safe, the puppy's safe, all those things happen. Yeah. Yep. There's a little discomfort from time to time where maybe we're eating lunch or dinner or whatever. And I'm like, oh it's really cute. I want to let it out. But yeah. you kind of just have to put that aside yeah. for now. It's all and, for now. Yes. You know, you
2: you picture what you want and but what you're <coughs> gonna get if the dog has freedom is counter surfing yeah, and yes and you're gonna you're gonna end up having to chewing, tell the puppy they're wrong for doing right? puppy yes. things
1: so you know yes I, you know i get crate guilt it is absolutely a thing it's there's truth to it everybody feels that i feel yes. that way from time to time of course but there's a there's a greater purpose yeah and absolutely. A, there's a greater goal in mind
0: absolutely and remember that when you're putting your puppy away in the crate you're meeting their needs first yeah. you know you're not putting them in there and they just live in there for their entire lives mm-hmm. we bring them out we play with them we interact we meet all those needs you know we do some training we just spend time tiring their brain and their body and then they go away for a nap and puppies really need that rest. you know and i would
1: also go one further too because having had as many giant breed dogs as i've had they you know they're very different as puppies um and there's you know you know talked about individual dogs earlier carol um you know they're they're not like a lot of other dogs there's so much energy to go into growing mm-hmm. that most of them at like 15 weeks are pretty chilled out yes. yeah like they're sleeping, but they're sleeping because all that energy is making them I bigger. See. So, yeah, exactly. you know, oftentimes those personalities and some of those dogs can lull us into a bit of a false sense of security. And I've even, you know, had to kind of go back to myself. You know, the puppy would be asleep. My last one, Sky. You guys know, um you know, when she was a puppy, she was the quietest mouse in the house. She just slept. But I had to go. Nope, you're going to go in your little crate. Yeah, it's exactly. it's that conscious yeah. conscious decision to say no, no, no. This is how life is right now. So even when you have that sort of more biddable dog take that second to pop them in the crate, let them sleep there. That is their safe, quiet place. Um, That will pay off in the long run.
0: It will for so many reasons. And we have a bazillion crate training videos that we can help you figure out those reasons Mm -hmm. with on our YouTube channel. And we've also talked quite a bit about crate training in the podcast. So
2: true for the opposite, right? So the chill dogs, you think they don't need it but so many people with busy dogs think, oh, he doesn't like it in the crate because they're the ones that tend to be bratty and want to bark. Yeah, they're the ones that need it the the most. (laughs) Yes. One, (laughs) they're going to get into everything and they're probably unsafe, but two, they're not going to learn how to relax. And Mm -hmm. then that's how you get some of these dogs that get so anxious or neurotic. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to chill. So, you know, it's worth working through it, not just saying, oh, they don't like it. So I'm going to let them be free. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, Swanee motivator or reward
3: oh motivator or reward yeah just
0: something that's something that is light and rewarding let's just say reward
3: a reward i don't need to complicate things it could be play toys the dog's favorite toy not just food not just food not just food no No. and uh same with uh your your motivator it could be a toy it could be your voice Mm -hmm. it it People rely on food far too much. Yes. Uh, We don't always have food with us. We always have our voice with us. We always have play with us. Yeah. We can always stop and play with our dogs. Yeah. So, you know, try to use yourself and what you have within you to really motivate and reward your dog as well as using the food. I love that. I think a lot of the times when we say reward, people automatically go to
0: food in their head and then that becomes this confused thing where it's always got to be food and that is so far from the truth. A, a reward is anything that the dog likes. Mm-hmm. It's anything that the dog thinks, oh, I really enjoyed that and that was really worthwhile turning on my name because I got a great butt scratch out of it or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Ned loves butt scratches. So that's always the example I use. <laughs>
2: Carol, the, I'll fix it later later attitude. Ooh, that's one that's easy to get into. Yeah. Um, I remember having Earl, who was, what, 10 months when I got him, and um, he would eliminate in the crate because he has, as a puppy, he was kept in a crate, and nobody let him out, so he'd learn to go. And it was one of those, oh, yeah, it was just an accident. Oh, you know, I didn't get him out in time. And Great and, Danes uh, can go a lot, too. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I think a lot of times <clears throat> when there's something... And it means work, you know, again, people do what's rewarding, just like dogs, yes. not that we're stubborn, but we do what's rewarding. So I think it's easy to say I'm going to fix it. But really, whenever there's an issue, um, you know, you, you'd said we should face it head on. Um, one, when we're frustrated with our dogs, I don't know what you guys, I feel better when I have a plan, Yeah. right? Yeah. When yes. there's yep. a problem, if I'm not sure what to deal with it, once I've got that plan and working through it, and it's... Uh, you know, that's where I hate when people use the word stubborn because mm-hmm. stubborn suggests the dog's bad or wrong,
1: they're consciously and, deciding mm-hmm. not yes. to. Yes, yes. and yeah.
2: that now that would tend to prompt people to be mad or harsh or correct when you know more likely I need to manage and create value for something yes. else. Our, our dogs
3: never plot against us, no, no, they no never. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yes.
0: I am going to actually change tactic a little bit because I feel like this is just going too politely and I want to have more gut reactions from you guys. So our word association, I'm just going to yell out words and just, just yell yell back at me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just respond back with whatever comes to mind (laughs) first. And uh, we'll go from there. If I need to rein you guys in a little bit, I'll do that. But I just want to. Throw these things out there and see how it goes. I'm ready. All right. Ready? ready? I'm
1: ready. Purple.
0: Retractable leash.
1: Oh, Oh, no. no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, that was the perfection I was going for. Yes. Exactly. You guys nailed it. That's funny. All right. So, Swanee, why no?
3: (laughs) They they only lead to bad things. Bad things. It's It's true. Right. They're only good for... Like, you know, an elderly, because they teach the dog to pull. Yes. Basically, they, they, they it's tension, so the dog has to pull against the tension. You're, yeah, just letting the dog pull.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely perfect. What else, Steve? Why not? Well, Why not retractable <clears throat> leashes?
1: Well, I feel now I have to make a confession. Uh-oh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, some of us use retractable leashes for specific I do. No, no, I think stuff. he has shares in them. He has shares in the <laughs> Plexi line
1: company. <laughs> no, I wish, actually, because, I mean, oh, my gosh, the money, anyway. Uh, No, I actually do use them. Uh, I use them on my older dog Mm -hmm. uh, when she's out and we're walking on a harness. So I live where there's leash laws and I respect leash laws. I have my dogs leashed. Um, But she, like even my younger dog, they listen really, really well. But I just want her to kind of dawdle along. Now I use it on the harness so that she doesn't learn to pull on the collar. It's very specific. Um, When people are coming by, of course, she's in close. It's locked off at that point. So there is a time to use them but as Swanee says, and as Carol alluded to, which I'm sure she's going to expand on, they're not the thing to use. Absolutely. So there is a time and place. Would I go yeah. to the vets and have that dog go screaming through the yeah. door and tangle it? No, <laughs> 100% not. And that's um, the,
3: most common, that's the yeah. most common thing that yes. people the most do common with application. them. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, let yeah. the dog out to the end of the
0: leash. So I, f- I feel better right. that I
1: got that off my chest, though.
3: <laughs> good. I'm glad that you do. You know, I, they
0: can be good tools for yeah. the right spaces Absolutely. and yes. for the right dog. And mm-hmm. I would say I want to have good verbal control or good control of my dog before I put Uh, any sort of retractable leash absolutely carol anything to
2: add to that retractable leash yes stupid (laughs) uh you know just a frustration because i see so many dogs um and even on my property i have one that comes on about 20 we discussed that the other day right 20 feet on and drives my dogs insane uh with this dog Looking at them and staring at them, and uh, so many people do that. They're not good with the management of the leash, especially yeah. if the dog sees something. Um, so one, I find, you know, they're walking along, and suddenly there's another person or dog, and suddenly now you're being disrespectful to those people. You know, I don't ever want to allow my dog to bother someone else mm-hmm. or to be on their right on their property. So. Um, That's one thing I see. The other thing is Steve does it with a trained dog, but with an untrained young dog, Mm -hmm. we give them no information. We teach them to pull, but we're also not showing them what to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We actually have um, a YouTube video that uh, we released a few months ago about retractable leash, when it's okay and what sort of skills you should have in place before you consider using a retractable leash. All right, next word, zoomies.
1: Fun. Love them.
0: (laughs) Steve's doing one right now in the studio. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Carol, I didn't hear anything from you.
2: Uh it's uh, all I could think of was my puppy pig doing a zoomie. Oh, oh <laughs> my goodness. Do you have that on video somewhere? You know what? I don't. I have oh. two of the animals that have probably had the best zoomies ever. Oh my when goodness. When Fred did it, it's funny now I know, so when dog owners sort of say, "I don't know why my dog does this weird thing at night," I still remember I'm sitting on the floor reading the newspaper. Fred's on the floor standing beside me, Steve sitting in a chair reading. It's in the evening. That's not me, by the way, just to qualify. That's right. (laughs) Just just qualifying. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So Fred suddenly just jumps straight up, like straight up in the air for about a foot or two. And while he's up there, he spins 360 degrees. So pretty athletic for a pig. And it happens so quickly. And then he just takes off and we had a small it wouldn't be much bigger than this room and he's like bombing <laughs> back and forth i think once he slipped he hit the wall and i'm like and you thought the devil's got that pig? you know i'm like <laughs> i said what's he doing is he having a seizure and my <laughs> husband oh, no. says think he's playing <laughs> and i had never seen that and now i would get a video of it and then the other one was earl my great dean because seeing a hundred Oh, pound i remember dog, him doing <laughs> zoom i here. remember um and i remember people in class saying hey can ever we stand out to the way can you ask him because i put it on command <laughs> yes. tell him go wild and seeing this giant dog booming around <laughs> i
0: remember so fun they were so so fun all righty uh when somebody says leave it, leave it leave it leave it leave it
1: oh makes me cringe it makes me makes, cringe.
2: Makes right, me clench yeah. it's hard yeah. in
0: my teeth. Yeah. yeah, if you have to say it more than once, it's not working. Same yes. thing
1: like "sit, sit, 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 sit."
2: Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Actually, you or, know what? It's true of all commands. Or like the, the, the spot, worst spot, spot the name over and over. Or
1: in the bit. worst, yeah. sit down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: drives me nuts. What about,
2: what about stand up?
1: Stand up is just different because sit down, like up, is not generally a command. Sit and down are commands. The dog's like, which one do you want? (laughs)
3: Yes, I'm trying both. (laughs) both.
2: You're talking too quickly. (laughs) Or when
3: they're jumping up and the person's yelling down, down, down. It's like, well, what do you want? Like, yeah. yeah." Why I
2: I went through my phase when I was teaching that I gave everything weird commands. Oh, because people do that because they think the dog Mm -hmm. understands. So we'll say it again and again. Yes, but. The dog, so, because we all know what the word sit means or leave it means, but if we use the word table, we don't expect the dog to know table means leave that thing. Right. So, yeah, I went through a phase where all of my students would have had these really weird (laughs) commands. I'm going to keep my command a secret so nobody can use (laughs) it and overuse it with my
0: dog. Okay, next one. They'll grow out of that.
1: Oh, please. (laughs) Just don't (laughs) pipe
0: pipe dream so what do you think about that steve do dogs grow out of bad behavior
1: um certain bad behaviors i feel may lessen as they mature and a lot of them tend to be the emotional control ones they Mm -hmm. really really do but does the dog really know they shouldn't do something that we don't want no and oftentimes because we put it off like i'll wait till later that example it's just an ignoring of something that if you just address it and let them know i don't like that here's what i would prefer instead yeah. then they will learn to do it. But I tend to find that's the thing. And, and a lot of people sort of think, especially it's the emotional control stuff, the crazy, the zoomies, the jumping. Um, those are those are the ones that, that they tend to say will grow along with the nipping and biting thing. Like, oh, they, they, they don't bite when they're older. Mm.
2: The yeah. problem is so many of those behaviors are self-rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So exactly. even yep. though they gain the impulse control, they've now been rewarded for jumping mm-hmm. or biting. And it or still digging. comes up. Yeah, And it okay. just
1: comes up more because we have a bigger, stronger, faster dog that's going to do it more intensely.
2: Yeah, Yeah. And And I know, just
3: looking at the four of us, none of us have ever outgrown our bad behaviors. Oh gosh, no. Don't tell anybody that. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the best point that has ever
0: been made on the McCann Dogs (laughs) podcast. So truly, (laughs) I mean, unless it is something that is so specifically related to a puppy, they're not going to grow out of it. They're actually going to get better at it Mm -hmm. because my next word on the list is rehearsal. (sighs)
1: Stop it. Stop it. Exactly. Just stop it.
0: What gets practiced is what will end up being perfect. And that is true of all of it, not just the things that we want our dogs to get better at. So always keep that in mind. All right. Just
3: one thing I like to say is when I see my dogs and they're doing something naughty and it's like, okay, I'm shutting this down. It's getting shut down <laughs> shut right it now. It down. Just right <laughs> shut now. it down. I love it. And that is the <laughs> best attitude to have. Mm-hmm.
0: Figure out a way to change that behavior. You know, we have all sorts of things that we do to teach other behaviors. We can physically manage things. We can do something to change the behavior rather than just hoping that eventually it will change on its own. Um, Hyper dog. Yes. Yes.
1: I, I, like. Have <laughs> I, I like it. I like it,
3: Swanee? Well, I'm. I like calmness. You so a hyper come. dog is thing of my past. Swanny's grown to be yeah,
1: more right? reserved now. Yeah. I know. I think I, in her past she wanted the hyperdog
3: Oh, it's yes, true. I did. But I now did. she's
0: did all the living with her uh, Malinois. She's in her much 20s. more
1: refined now. Now she's, I
0: like. No, I I, I'm. I'm just peaceful and chill. Okay. <laughs> Peace. So how do you ensure that you get peaceful and chill dog companions? Well, I.
3: The last breeds that I've chosen, the last three breeds I've chosen have been peaceful dogs. Perfect. That is so wise. One of the
0: first decisions you make is what dog you're going to bring into your life and making sure it matches your lifestyle is Mm -hmm. such a crucial component. Um, We actually have a What Breed of Dog is Best for You podcast that we published a couple of months ago. So go on back in the McCann Dogs podcast archives and have a listen to that. And I think that it will really help guide you in the direction that will work with your dog. Okay. So Steve. The
2: other thing though is my pet peeve. Mm -hmm. that that? People. Um, because they have a dog, so they get a herding dog or a Jack Russell. Oh, it's because he's this. They use it as an excuse. It's an excuse and they don't (coughs) change it. One of the few times I've posted it on a thread in Facebook was somebody that had a Jack Russell that had, um, was biting and I was looking at the advice, and normally it's just like, don't say anything. Yeah. But so many people... And normally don't read
0: the other harsh. Facebook advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. It
2: was like harsh corrections, or it's a Jack Russell, so just accept it. It's mm. like, no, no. You don't yeah. need to accept that from any dog right? just because they're a Jack. But I find so many people think they have a say down, so... It's never going to respond, you know. Yeah, you can't let it off leash. It's going to run after everything. Yeah, Yeah. so you can train all those or a Mm -hmm. beagle's going to sniff and not pay attention. So I find so many people say it's this breed, so I'm just going to tolerate that behavior. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to. You definitely don't have to.
0: Breed tendencies count for a ton, but they shouldn't be used as an excuse. So try to find the right match to begin with, and then from there... You can mold and shape them.
1: And how don't you want. be yeah. surprised when those breed tendencies yeah, c- pick exactly. up. Like people go, I don't know why they're doing that. <laughs> Well, because yeah. they're at Border Collie and they're going to hurt everything. Yes. Like, yeah. what did you expect?
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. Border Collie's hurt, mm-hmm. sporting dogs steal. It's the way it goes. Yeah. And we have all sorts of tactics to help work around those things. And absolutely. Make and them embrace them. and us. make, yeah. And yeah, exactly.
1: Make them work for us. I love yes, that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: One of the best things that I love about Ned is I can always tell when he's, he's in his happy state because he's looking for something to put in his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so I, I've taught him to steal the right things. Mm-hmm. I've directed that behavior when he was a puppy so that he would steal the right steal quote unquote yeah the right things Mm -hmm. and like the hurting behaviors you know well the obsessive
1: compulsive stuff i mean i want that to be able to do things um in repetition i want dogs to find value carol and i do a lot of things where the dogs have to do things over and over and over because we're being so picky about stuff just like you're picky about the retrieving you know and that's a benefit but you sort of channel it all the right way yeah Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely absolutely know what you're getting into and be prepared to channel that. Okay. Proactive dog training, yes, the best ever. (laughs) Yeah, the best. That reaction, loved it. All right, and the converse of that, reactive dog training, Mm.
1: too late. All you. And then it gets all negative because it's all yeah. negative. It's all the wrong. We're yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, and the, the thing has already been done. And you mentioned at self-rewarding behaviors. So when we're reactive with things, a lot of the times we have to override that self-reward somehow. So what's the difference between, Swanee, what's proactive dog training? What does that look like?
3: Proactive dog training is anticipating what the dog might do or encounter and working to fix it. So working to, or not to fix it, working to manage. Manage. That's the right word. Yes. Yes. Proactive dog training is fun. Like I love, it's like, okay, you know what? Let's go out and do this. This is fun. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm going to show you what to do. Right. Whereas reactive dog training is, oh no. ah, what have I done? And you know, now I got to get after the dog or it's just not good. So. Absolutely. So um, Steve, were you going to say something?
1: Well, I was going to say, I think we touched on this earlier, the idea of, um, uh, oh, the thought went out of my
0: brain. Oh, no. Yeah. That's went. a problem. I, you know what? I see it on the floor over I there. And just, and there was I, only it just one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it just went. One thought well, and you no, lost No, no, no. It. it was really important. It was like the key to dog training. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like it the, meaning the, the, meaning the meaning of yes. life. The meaning of life. It's seriously yeah. right? that never 40, happens oh to no, me. Oh, no,
0: 42 is something else, isn't yep. it?
3: The meaning of life.
0: Yeah, it's seven. Isn't it seven? Seven?
1: I don't know. I just thought that was...
3: I think it's something like about training your dog. So what I was going
1: to say... Oh, oh it's back. It's, oh, back, it's back, it's back. Oh, okay. It's back. Okay, so talking about the idea of being proactive, <laughs> we get stuck on these, and I think we talked about it earlier, the idea of these things. They randomly happened. He yeah. randomly stole something. Well, all of those things are predictable behaviors yes, when are. you really look at it. So mm. that you know, identifying that allows you to be proactive because you know it's going to happen, like Swanee's talking about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, (laughs) I like the analogy of a child crossing the street for this. So that was the thing I was going to pass over to you. So tell us what a proactive approach to teaching a child to safely cross the street would be.
1: I don't know. I just let my kid. Tell the kid. I don't know. Totally that's next nice parenting advice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm not so sure. I'm the right. one to be giving that sort of training out here. Just so you know. I've only been hit four times. Yeah. <laughs> the I first two don't really count a, though, because it was a grace. No
0: really you have a school-age <laughs> child that's still alive, so I figured you knew this. Yeah. So you know,
1: the proactive part is literally just as simple as is being aware of all the dangers, letting the kid, my son, yeah. know about all the dangers first, and helping them to be right every time. Absolutely. Right? It's not letting him run into traffic and screaming mad at him because he ran into traffic. He didn't know. That's but the reaction. But that reactive. said, I have a young son and he's not always as attentive as they could be. Yes. So every time we go to an intersection, hey, buddy, did you check both ways? Make sure it's safe. So I'm already ahead of the game because I know sometimes he's going to make mistakes. And you're ready mm-hmm.
2: yeah. to grab him. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, you're, you're, thinking you're, about it, right? yeah
1: you're, you're ready to interrupt. You're ready to do whatever, but you're able to sort of say, okay, you got to pay attention every single time. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you,
0: that's a process too, right? <laughs> so initially you're guiding them each and every time, you yep. know, initially you're saying, remember to look both ways. Remember yep. to, okay, hold by hand, etc. And then you get to a point where you, you need to start giving them some confident independence. So you might be ready to grab them, but you might test to see what they do. And of course, course, if they make the right choice, you're going to acknowledge that. And if they make the wrong choice, you're going to stop that choice and help in a more proactive approach of helping them understand how to safely cross the street. So My son won't
3: hold my hand anymore when we cross the street. Well, that's why I didn't ask you. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried, but... Flings it away. <laughs> <laughs> Especially <laughs> when there's people watching
0: right? well, know. you Well, you'd
1: think you'd get like scout points for helping an old lady across the street. <laughs> <right>?
2: <laughs> 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 that's what I'm gonna tell them. It's not for you, Ty. It's for me. It's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, help me across the street. <laughs> I helped that's you that's when you
0: were young. Help <laughs> me now. Oh my my
2: God.
0: Alrighty, this <clears throat> next one. Okay. Let's get litter mates. Oh. (laughs) Oh,
1: Why would you do that to Double
0: everything. That's just painful. Yeah. We were just joking. um, One of the McCann quote unquote children is pregnant for the first time. Of course, she's far older than children. And we were just joking that maybe she had twins in there and her face Mm -hmm. dropped. Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I only want one baby. (laughs) It it should be similar feelings with littermates. Why? Why? Steve, why? Uh,
1: Well, I think the the thought process is very noble. We Mm -hmm. have these cute little things and they'll grow up best friends and they'll do all these things together and that Disney model comes into it but we know the reality of working one dog and then when you couple that with a second dog let alone a litter mate where there's already a relationship there now we're just adding on all these complications and there's, there's so much to it um, I have had a multi dog host for years, just as you all have. It's a wonderful thing, yeah. But it happens one yes. dog at a time. Just save yourself the trouble. And mm-hmm. again, I appreciate the 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 thought. I appreciate people wanting to sounds like. Sounds good. It yeah. sounds it great. Does, yeah. It really, really does. Just really think about that first. Yeah, mm-hmm. it only sounds
0: good on paper, and then yeah. in practical reality, does it sound we, good on paper? <laughs> <does> <laughs> I'm not sure how we out. actually, um, we coach a lot of students and there's a lot of students who will reach out to us. We have a puppy prep guide. So before you even bring your puppy home, so a lot of students will reach out to us in that stage and say, well, I was planning on getting littermates. What do you think about this? And a lot of the times we coach them away from it. Um, Carol, what are some of the other reasons that avoiding littermates is best advice?
2: One of the big ones is uh, puppies and dogs bond so fast together and they're so valuable. Think about your puppy and another puppy. That puppy is pretty valuable, but if all of their value goes to that other puppy, I become not so important and it's not going to set me up for a very good relationship with my dog. So my dogs will interact and play, But they'll always choose me and they listen to me. So, so many people that get litter mates have such a hard time. The dogs uh, just don't listen to them.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I'll I'll go on further because this has happened a number of times in class where we've had like, let's say, (coughs) excuse me, like mom and dad and grown kids don't get litter mates in the same house, but they get litter mates. Mm -hmm. And those puppies spend that same amount of time yeah. together. It's 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 just the time, and as Carol talked about, the relationship that they have and they develop so easily with each other.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it really is twice the work, twice the frustration. And when that bond develops, I would say it's more, more than, than twice. twice the it work, probably yeah. is. Yeah, you're <laughs> yes, absolutely yeah. right. And yeah. when they develop that bond, and there's that situation where one of them has to go to the vet and they're sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If, if it's the right litter mate that ends up being left behind, it can be disastrous mm-hmm. for that litter mate. So, you know, it, it, if you are getting litter mates, you need to consider raising them separately as individuals to make sure that they have some confident independence and they're not so reliant on each other that you
2: can't ever have them separated. And avoid pressure. Mm-hmm. I know I had a PE, Pu- Puppy Essential <coughs> student and they have a, fa- the, a family's coming over and the family, uh, the one of the children have a adult children have a dog and they said, and I'm like, I wouldn't let them interact with your brand new puppy, especially yeah. it's a pretty big and it's an older dog, you know, um, you know, have the puppy out, work, play with it with the other dog there, build that interest in you. Yeah. And uh, I said, you know, I know that people will say, oh, let's let him meet. And she said, oh, there's so much pressure, right? Everybody's, oh, bring your puppy over, bring yeah. your puppy yeah. over, let's let mm-hmm. our dogs meet. And it's <laughs> just not the best thing.
0: No, it really isn't. And take the time to research that because there's a lot of negatives that come along with having littermates, And there's a lot of negatives that come along with having young puppies raised together as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one on my list. Why do you keep looking She's at me? I don't, I don't know. Because you're me, right like, in front of my Like highlight. I'm going to blurt
1: something in, like inappropriate. It's a out.
3: warning. It's a warning. I'm giving you that pre,
0: <laughs> gonna pre-amble look over warning. I'm
1: going to look at Swanny.
3: <laughs> no, actually, it's like a train wreck. You just can't look away, right? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. That could very Swanee. well be. Yeah. Swanee is on. The Swanee's second. got the singers today. The Holy cow. He's <laughs> not thing. letting anything go.
0: It <laughs> has been said on the McCann <laughs> podcast. I love it.
3: All right. Alpha roll. Uh, I was gonna Dangerous. say the dog trainer who's was made gonna it popular, s- but maybe I shouldn't. I was gonna.
1: Say, I was gonna swear. Dangerous.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know
1: well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you wh- were Horse hockey. <laughs> horse hockey. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a yeah. mass, All right. That's a mass reference. There you go. That's dating me too. Yes.
0: Carol, you're the only one who didn't blurt out anything insanely She said dangerous. So she said, said dangerous. Oh, right. Yes. 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 Carol it is right. the voice of reason. You know, mm-hmm. I
2: luckily, we're seeing less and less of that. Yes. Yes. People are getting more educated, but it stems from a whole philosophy that um, dogs really um, evolved from wolves and the whole way that... Um, uh, leadership happened at Wolfpack, which has since been disproved mm-hmm. by many, many studies. Yeah, So it's all not true, but the theory was you dominate yourself. So we used to have people come in and they have like, I did the alpha role. So you that was the proactive training. Yeah. You flipped oh, your yeah. puppy over and pinned him down. <coughs> mm-hmm. But most people have heard of fight or flight. So... Puppies are going to, you've taken away the flight, so many dogs are going to react badly, and now your face is right down there, Um, so it's certainly not building relationship with your dog Mm. at all, Um, you're putting them in a very bad situation, and it's pretty dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it definitely is. Oh.
3: I just had a fun idea. Okay, oh. let's you do want it. To you wanna alpha roll <laughs> well, I'm gonna say next week at McCann's, yes. we solve all our disputes with Alpha Rolls with the people.
0: Oh, oh that's so, fun. so yeah.
3: So we Whoa. alpha roll people.
1: Yeah. As soon
0: as we're as soon as we stop recording, I'm alpha rolling all three of you. That's it. <laughs> yes.
1: I'm not alpha rolling Swanee. She's deceptively wiry. Yes. <laughs> I might get her initially, but I'm not gonna be able to hold like to get in I take
0: her. Oh yeah, it's
3: true. I'd like to extend it to the whole city of Flamborough, the whole town of Flamborough. We all as soon as you enter Flamborough for next week, you could be alpha-rolled. Just <laughs> <laughs> with the grocery person. How <laughs> are you going to facilitate this? <laughs> I'm Is running that, for mayor Flamborough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh milkshake God. machine busted at McDonald's. Alpha-rolled. alpha <laughs> it Yep, that's <laughs> it. Yep.
0: Oh my goodness, everything. That's our answer for everything. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, Lord. Yeah. Good leadership practices are Crucial when you are raising a puppy and they never include things like the alpha rule or dominance theory. And unfortunately, the whole leadership thing that we threw the baby out with the bathwater when we said, you know, this, this dominance theory is now debunked. And a lot of times people think that that means leadership has been debunked and you don't need to be your dog's leader you can be their best buddy and you can be on the same level and that is not true of course either it's akin to saying that my child my five-year-old child is on the same level as i am we're we're there to be good leaders we're there to give them good guidance we are the ones that they're going to be looking to to be shown direction and to show them that direction so it doesn't include horrible things like alpha roll, but watch out for Swanny if you're loose <laughs> in Flamborough. bro. for Swanee! Over the next couple of weeks. Oh my goodness. Mm. I think this has been one of the most fun episodes that we have recorded by far, so we're going to have to do this again. But for now, I think we are going to call it a day. So on that
2: note, I'm Instructor Shannon. I'm Instructor Carol.
1: I'm sometimes Instructor Steve, including today. <laughs>
2: Instructor Swanee.
1: I'm in ha- hesitant to say that though because I might get alpha rolled. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, you're
0: getting alpha <laughs> rolled. That's yes. why I'm ending
3: the podcast. As soon as this podcast ends, it's going to be chaos.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Let's do a joint, everybody. All together. Three, two, one. Happy, Happy, training. Training. Happy training.
3: The McCann Dogs Podcast is brought to you by McCann Professional Dog Trainers. We help dog owners to have a well-behaved, four-legged family member. Please give us a call at 905- 659 or visit us at McCannDogs.com. Happy training!